live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Alex Elbrook. Cambridge 105 Radio. It's just gone half past one and it's time to catch up with my guest, Janet Fox, from the houseplant specialist shop on Mill Road, Small and Green. Hello, Janet. How are you? Hi, Alex. I'm okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to say thank you for battling through. Did You Uh, you didn't need a canoe to (laughs) to get here. It it feels like getting down Gwider Street could have been a bit of a challenge, but thank you for coming in. Now we're going to talk about um, sort of spring coming, even though we're looking at the sky, which looks like winter. And um, we're going to talk about spring coming, planting seeds, planting bulbs, potting your bulbs at this sort of time, and about pesky pests. pests. Pesky pests. Yeah. Where would you like to start? Um, well, are we... Would you like to talk about the question? Yes. So, Medium Al, your question, what is the difference between a bulb and a seed? Are they big seeds or can bulbs be grown? Now, I put this to you just now <laughs> and we realised that it's actually more complicated than just um, a straight answer in a way. In a way, but I, I have to say I googled it and of it course. said that bulbs are the entire life cycle of a plant, whereas seeds are the final stage of a plant's reproduction, if that makes sense to anybody. So, unlike seeds, which can be annual, or perennial bulbs are always perennial which means that they um, flower and then they die down and you don't see them again until the following year so that's so they're just kind of sitting what, there waiting to yeah. explode again. and they're like a storage organ so they kind of like hold everything that the plant needs to sort of to grow um, but a seed is just a, like a one-off um, yeah, I mean, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, I think um, it does It does enough. But you can, did you say you can grow bulbs from seeds? You can grow bulbs from seeds, well, yeah. But obviously go. it's a long process <laughs> to yeah. get end up with a bulb. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. yeah, it's easier to buy them as bulbs. So, which is where we will start on. Yes. <laughs> for, so, in the shop, you said you're selling lots of bulbs. We are, and um, people often ask us about them and how to care for them because we sell them we love bulbs because they herald the spring coming and at the moment we've got things like daffodils tiny irises muscari hyacinths amaryllis um and you know they are just such beautiful things to bring inside before they flowered preferably and then watch them come into flower and then people kind of don't know what to do with them after that so um what i've been saying to people is so sorry can i just ask you when you said bring them in so not planting them in the ground planting them in pots or can you do both um, you could do both, but I mean, we, the, we buy them as um, a potted bulb, which means right. they're in a plastic pot with drainage holes. Okay. And um, it's nice to put them in a nice decorative pot, bring them inside, put them on a sunny windowsill and watch them come into flower because it's just such a wonderful yeah. thing to see. Um so I say you can do that. You could just stick them straight in the garden and watch them do that in the garden. But it's just a nice thing to have them on your desk or whatever and exactly. watch them come into Absolutely. flower. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But once they've finished, um, water them as you would any sort of um, house plant while they're inside the house. One, once the flower has finished, cut the flower head off and leave the green leaves on. And at that stage, you can just plop plant them in your garden or a container outside and then they'll kind of reflower again the following year so i mean you're kind of even with the leaves on you just leave yeah just leave the leaves on because they need the green leaves to produce um the goodness which they'll then store in the bulb for flowering the following year so if you cut all the leaves off you're kind of denying them that possibility um so yeah keep them on i say until they turn yellow 
and then it, they've kind of like gone over and you can remove the leaves if you want to if they're outside it kind of doesn't matter so yeah, much it's, yeah um but yeah and there are so many different bulbs that you can get as potted bulbs at this time and again year. you say as a potted bulb you could put it outside and then bring it in and it will start all over again the following year um or not always potentially right. yes it will but um it's probably easier to just plant them into your border or a container outside and, and watch them flower out there because they'll have been treated specially to make them, to force them into flower right. for the ones that we get in the shop because most bulbs will have already been planted now. They'll, That's what I was just thinking. in the soil. In my garden, yeah. we've already got our daffodils coming exactly, up. Exactly, yeah. And so they would so. have been planted last yeah. year in autumn to flower this spring. So, um, yeah, it's slightly... Before I move off bulbs, I mm. realised I might have done a... As you said that, I realised I might have done a big boo-boo. I had a beautiful amaryllis I was given a few years ago, and it flowered that year, and then I watched, you know, took the flower off and left the leaves, and I think they did then die down a little bit, and then I took them off, I think. And then it came up again, and I was very excited. And then this year, I... <laughs> I knocked the top of the flower off with the oh. with the with the blind, yeah. and I was putting the blind down and the windowsill, and so so I just left it as it was, uh, and the green leaves just sat there and sat there, sat there. Uh, just before Christmas, I thought, oh, maybe it's that I need to get rid of the leaves, and I've cut all the leaves off, and it's just sitting there as a brown bulb now. Do you think that might be? It, it, probably, it doesn't look very well. It probably won't do anything this year. Just watch that if it's in a pot that it doesn't get too wet and the bulb rot. Mm, um, okay. But yeah, potentially it can. So it wasn't doing anything and it had, and it didn't have a stalk up the middle. So I feel like I'm like. So you probably knocked off the. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Anyway, if Never not, I'll get another one. I can come and get another one, can't I? <laughs> you so, can. yes. yes. So that's a bulb. So that's what you do when you finish with them. Mm -hmm. So that's a good. So they they are a good um, a value. Yes, yeah, I was going to say, they're a good value thing, aren't they? They are, they? actually. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're quite sort of cheap to buy as a potted um, plant. Um, and then, you know, you, you can benefit from them, you know, for years to come, basically. So they're, yeah. So seeds, value. though, they they feel like they're even more tricky. Um, well, they are and they aren't. Right. I mean, we sell um, piccolo seeds. I'm just showing Alex um, one of their packets, which come with all the instructions inside for that particular plant and what to do with it, when to sow it, um, spacing, you know, everything. Can you, you put them straight know. outside? That's the thing I never quite know. No, it right. really depends what it is. But at this time of the year, it's much better to grow, start them off inside, like on a sunny windowsill, and the, um, then plant them out when the risk of frost has right, gone. Right, I see. Or, but once you've got little stalk, like yes. little bits. Yeah, yeah well, I'd, I'd grow them on. So when they've come up, wait till they get a certain size, then prick them out, which basically means removing them from the, the tray that they're in, plant them up into individual pots, grow them on a bit more, wait okay. till there's no frost, hopefully, you know, it's mm. difficult to tell, and then acclimatise them to going outside. So put them outside gradually. So if you've got a cold frame, that's perfect because you can keep them protected, but they'll get used to the colder temperatures and then plant them out when there's no risk of frost. So, I mean, it does depend on what it is. So like you can sow sweet peas now, but some people will have sown them last November and you could actually plant those plants out in the cold because they're, they're, they're quite, quite hardy. Hard. So we've had sweet peas that died off 
they won't come again though because because of the no because they're because they're te- they tend seeds. to be annuals there is right, so there we need is to get some more. there is a perennial sweet pea but um majority you get the yeah, other annuals so you'll need to sow again or buy the little plants as they you know because yes. some garden centers sell okay. them already That's germinated yeah. and different seeds need different um things happening to them which is why little packets like this with all the instructions help because some need to be pre-soaked before you plant them oh, okay some need chitting you know not chitting sort of scraping the seed um so different techniques for different things um so it's worth either googling it or buying a seed packet that has lots of yeah don't assume you just it. kind of sprinkle them across and grow and then wonder why they're not happening which is probably why exactly and also things that are grown directly outside it's great to do that when the weather's warm enough but also um they can get eaten by lots of different things if they're in the ground they're very vulnerable whereas if you grow them inside first get them started get them into quite kind of bigger plants they've got more chance they're a lot more yeah poor things yes fighting off pests and stuff cat sitting on them them. yes exactly yeah and uh so that's all the the kind of indoor outdoor things Mm. now we've got these little pests that we don't see and but is it because of spring that they'll they kind of spring out again or are they there all the time a lot of the time because we haven't had cold enough weather to kill the little buggers um (laughs) to be frank um you know, things like aphids will last through if there isn't a really nasty cold snap. And we've had lots of mild weather recently. So they are... And also if your house for your houseplants inside, um, pests can lurk and then re-emerge. Um, and yeah, it's really worth keeping a good eye out now at this time of year for anything on your houseplants inside and out, anything outside as well. But um, a really good thing that Jane Perone on her podcast, if you can... Uh, listen to it on the ledge uh, and subscribe for her emails. Really, really useful information. One of the things she was talking about was fungus gnats, which I get asked a lot. Uh, people come into the shop all the time and and Jane has done a really good piece on them. Um, fungus gnats are scarred flies. They're tiny flies that look like um, fruit flies. They are really annoying, but they don't actually harm your houseplants really at all. Okay. It's just they're annoying to yes. us. And yes, they are. so many people get them. And don't panic. It's something that's really, really easy to get rid of. She suggests lots of different things, which are all worthy um, things to think about, like hanging yellow sticky traps to catch the adult flies. Um, but the thing that we found that works um, every time is buying a nematode, which is a tiny microscopic worm. I've mentioned this before. I know yeah, I have. Yeah, but it's good to remind us because... Um, yeah. I never really know what nematodes are. Yeah, I just think well, of them as big frogs. <laughs> pro- partly because you can't see them. Yeah. Um, and they um, swim through the compost, so you need moist compost for them to, to work, which um, you know is why you get fungus gnats in the first place, because your compost is basically staying moist for too long. Um, and they will eat the eggs, which will kind of eradicate the problem, yeah. but you have to treat all your houseplants at the same time. Yeah, otherwise you just push push, push it onto one another plant, don't exactly, you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's very good to know. Thank you very much for that. And I believe so. We made. I, I came to one of your workshops and we did a terrarium. We put some of those in, didn't we? Or did we put something in? No, or we, we put, put in? in teeny little oh, something that, that anyway something that, that yes, killed off something. A little um, that makes it kind of a bioactive terrarium, um, and those. They're springtails, that's right. right. They just eat sort of decaying material. So they help to keep your 
terrarium clean. And it's looking very lovely. Yeah, oh, that's good to hear. So that's all. I'm very (laughs) proud of that. (laughs) Thank you very much for that, Janet. And maybe come back in the early summer and we'll talk about things. I can't believe that leave a bee like that. But, you know, we are coming into March next week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, let's let's look forward to brighter weather. Lovely. Thank (laughs) you very much. Thank you. Cambridge 105 Radio